I don't think so. Like I said, unless you just did like a display. But we are live. Right. Um, but let me do this real quick. I'm going to switch this over to something real fast. All right, we are good. People should be able to hear us, and uh, we should be able to get going. Hello, hello, hello. Well, hello. Welcome, James of Nomadic, now that I've been corrected. <laughs> it's okay. You are forgiven. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my lord. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah. 
if you want to, I guess, introduce yourself and like what you do and all that good jazz. No, just kidding. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Oh, it's I'm... my wife. She just got home. <laughs> hey, what's up, wife? Welcome home. Oh. Uh, should I still introduce myself or should we introduce wife? Oh, uh, we can introduce wife. This is my wife, Alyssa. <laughs> she just got home from work, so she was just wondering who I was talking to. Welcome home. Thanks for breadwinning for us. Yes. Oh, Christopher Anderson, thank you so much for the follow. But uh, yeah, this is uh, the guy from Nomadic, which I was corrected when I thought it was Nomadic, and I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> both both are okay, man. You can say whatever you yes, want. Yes, James. There's no rules. Yeah, his name is James. He does beautiful singing and also sounds somewhat like Satan. It's true. <laughs> it's a hard work. It's a hard living, but you know, very hard. Oh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. What's well, up, Alice? What's up, Daniel? What's up, Chris? What's up, Austin? Yeah. Oof. Well, I will let you get to that. They're oh, having a conversation no. about breadwinning. Yeah. <laughs> no, she just hit me with a flip flop. That's all there was to um, it. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's couple things. I, you know, the breadwinner deserves to do that. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so we can actually go ahead and get started. But yeah, go ahead and you know, uh, introduce yourself. You know, what do you do in nomadic? Things like that. I do uh, nomadic. Just kidding. I'm James Lewis. Yes. Uh, and I sing in Nomadic and do writing and production stuff. And that's, and I just, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm glad. Um, what's genuinely what's going on here is we're just, um, we're ever rooting, tooting time. Yeah. We're just two dudes chilling in a hot tub, two feet apart because of COVID. But <laughs> yes, yes. Social distancing guidelines in Oklahoma aren't as are, are, aren't as strict as here. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because, yeah, you're in Florida, aren't you? Right. I am. Or, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I I remember hearing because uh, I used to work in a call center where we would take calls like nationwide. And man, people would <laughs> would go insane on the phone like they've got everything closed. It's just <laughs> I can't even. I can't even go to the bar. And I'm like, well, maybe that's good for you. I don't know. It was back in the days when you were breadwinning. Yes. Am I breadwinning now? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to find that out, but it's okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but all right. So, you know, what, what kind of got you started in nomadic or is there like a history that kind of led up to that? Like with other bands? Uh, I, I've been playing in bands since I was 16 and I'm 28 now. So 28 oh. minus 16 is 12. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, what's up Hunter and, uh, Hunter's a good guy. I hear fun fact about Hunter. He says that he doesn't like Deathcore past a certain year, oh. but he also put out a rap metal song. So what's really good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just fine. Honestly, I've been digging it lately. Uh, Haskin, 
just dropped. Wait, were you saying Hunter or Justin? I said Hunter Young is in the chat. Hunter the Young. Chat. Okay, because I, I know there's a Justin Haskin. Uh, he just dropped his project, Haskin, which is like a... It's on rap beats, but it's using deathcore vocals. But his are really unique and very like well enunciated. So it works really good. But Haskin Robbins? Yes, Haskin Robbins. I'm nice. sure now he'll make a t-shirt if he watches this. <laughs> but Andrew, I'm just kidding. I love you. No, nah, just um, <laughs> copyright it before it's too late. So I've been in bands for 12 years, and uh, the first all of them were terrible. <laughs> I was a guitar player mm -hmm. for all of them. And oh. uh, then I got into a band called Venture, and that was the first decent band that I was in. And that was the first band that I was like, oh, I want to be in bands. So then I started hanging out with um, uh, these guys that were in Nomadic. Mm -hmm. And we watched a lot of horror movies. And we were like, you know, they had a project called Nomadic already that I wasn't a part of. Oh. Um, and tell them when you're about when you're in Dragon Force. And then I was in Dragon Force. Oh, uh, but <laughs> they had a band uh, called Nomadic and I recorded that band and their vocalist was a no, no kind of guy. Oh. So they kicked him out and then we just started writing music together. And then somebody came over and was like, we're going to have a nomadic comeback show. And we're like, all right, whatever that means. So then we played all new material. We didn't play any of the old material. And then we just kind of stayed being nomadic. And that's really the story. That was like 2015, maybe early 2016. And oh the band was like a theatrical death metal band back then. And then, <laughs> yeah, everything kind of, yeah, everything changed a little um, bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, now I'm here. I'm now I'm 28 yeah. and sad. I mean, Hey, that's the grind. We always got to stay sad. Yeah. But <laughs> no, um, wasn't there like a vocal contest sometime like earlier for you guys? Yeah. Was that just like as a just a vocal contest for like the sake of maybe we, like merch or something? Or what was that? Yeah. For? For, during the the like pre-order phase of Euphoria, we ran a um, a vocal cover contest in exchange for like a bigger bundle okay. um, of our merch. Yeah. Yeah. OK, because so, that's where I think I was yeah. like getting confused. I was like because I saw that and I know I saw like some bigger people like uh, Johnny from. Oh, God. What is his last name? You might know who I'm talking about. He does stuff with Andrew Minea a lot. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, he did a really good entry. But <laughs> and I was I'm like, curious. are they looking are they are they looking for a vocalist? Yeah, no, I'll hey, I'll try and find it. Me up. I mean you can do all the work. He's oh well, I was gonna say uh his band that he's in with Andrew is kind of blown up right now. But then you don't listen to that realm too often. So. What band is it? Uh oh god, what is the name? It's like some weird it begins with a C. Mm, come yes that band right there yep. absolutely knew it <laughs> no but uh my favorite c word <laughs> me too nice i just was like who decided you know that the word for you know releasing so to speak could be just yeah. something so simple oh carcosa that's the name of the band oh yeah, <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah, if you, I mean, you have to make a list of all these bands that you're mentioning so I can. Oh Lord, do you at least know who Crystal Lake is? 
Yes. Okay. Asian I'll... Man. Yes. <laughs> I yes. saw them live. Uh, was it with Fit for a King? I don't remember. I don't think so because I don't listen to that band. Northlane. It was for, yeah, Ooh, it was with Northlane okay. and Era. Okay, yeah, because I know they were doing a tour for a while and it was with Fit for a King and like some other people, which I wanted to go to that show, but uh, life is life is sad. <laughs> so You have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that part I'm yes. glad about, but in general, life is usually sad. But it's okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you're good. But, um, yeah, so I guess we already kind of went into, you know, how did you start your projects and everything like that. Um, but, like, what have you, like, what have you guys been doing, like, since, you know, you joined in? Like, what is like, everything been going on, like, up until now? Like, if there was any. Man, everything happened pretty quick for us, you know? I mean, not as quick as some bands. Some people, like, get signed right off the bat and get yeah. recognition, but... We did kind of quickly do a CD release show um, at Transitions Art Gallery before it got like taken down, which is a pretty renowned venue here in Tampa. Um, and that I don't remember if it did sell out. I imagine that it got close to selling out, and I told people that it sold out for the sake of exaggeration <laughs> uh, and and also self inflation. But uh, that I just remember doing really well and we were like, Oh, maybe we're onto something. And then we got some press as well. And then also got invited to open like the Florida date of the metal Alliance tour, which used to happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, and all of that kind of happened at once in 2016. So then we started touring, but they were DIY tours, uh, booked by us. But the cool thing about it was like, yeah, some of the shows were intimate, but because of that, those fans ended up being like lifelong fans. Yeah. Which is um, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that was really cool. So like within a year of being a band, we were playing, you know, in Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, um, other fucking places, yeah, <laughs> um, for like sure. Virginia, whatever, you know, yeah. um, and playing some good, honestly, some really good shows as well. And then I think in 2017, a certain I, I won't name the agency just in case they like watch or whatever but a certain oh, yeah. smaller agency picked us up and tried to send us on a couple tours i think one of them the co-headliner dropped out and oh, no. so we couldn't really go and then the second one the one of the guarantees was like 11.25 percent of bar sales or something like that like it was really, <laughs> yeah yeah it was really weird so that was odd but also in 2017 i had gotten a diagnosis for a brain illness that i have a chronic illness uh and at the time i was very symptomatic very cyclical um and it was looking like i wouldn't be able to play shows at all so a lot of 2017 was very um inactive for us but we also did some cool shows as well like i, I but at home we didn't really do touring but at home we did we opened for uh, Fit for an Autopsy. We opened for Chelsea Grin. Um, honestly, that Chelsea Grin show yeah. is one of the best things that ever happened to this band. Um, we opened for Morbid Angel and Suffocation. Um, yeah, we had a lot of great shows. And then we decided to re-release our first EP, but with Austin, who was in the chat, he recorded drums on it. I think he mixed it as well i don't i don't remember the details um 
and then Phil Plastoka from Sonic Assault recordings. Yeah, I love yeah. Phil. Great guy. Yeah, he's great. He's super awesome. He mastered it. So we re-released it with two tracks, um, our song The Crooked Man and our song The Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and those songs really did super well for us. Um, like Crooked Man got playlist or both songs got playlisted by Spotify three times. Oh, shit. Um, so our Spotify numbers started doing really well. I think Crooked Man is still our most played song. Uh, and, you know, again, at that point, we we're like, shit, dude, maybe we're onto something. So we went back to Austin and recorded a single. And this single was called Nexus. And this was probably the first track that was like a different sound for us. It was definitely more of that quote unquote like metalcore sound where mm-hmm. we had a chorus. Yeah. Um, and Austin pushed me to do this like Gojira style of singing that I had never done before. Um, and we put that track out. And it, I think that our friend Matt from South Florida made like a meme about the song. And that <laughs> meme got shared on Deathcore memes or some shit like that. Deathcore okay. dad memes. Oh, and that, yeah. Yeah. And that blew up so much that we got uh, an immediately got an interview with Metal Hammer. We got picked up by Artery Global for touring. We started... <laughs> doing management with pinup artist management like it was crazy like that meme basically like i have a full page on my wall somewhere over there of us being in metal hammer magazine you know just from the stupid meme yeah dude. um meme culture dude. is insane like people don't believe me sometimes but like meme culture is legitimately a thing if you can get caught yeah. up either get caught up or start one that's like relatable or just just meshes with everybody that can kickstart your like whole career. The yodeling kid, the yodeling kid yodeling on Walmart. And now he signed to Atlantic. Like, (laughs) and I prevail, like I prevail is kind of not even like, like anything super special, but because they did all that meme marketing, they blew up, you know, and good for them. But for me, I think now at this point of the band and having like a super serious record out, I, I think I would be too ashamed, I guess, to to go to that do way. And stuff. For sure. But I am happy that everything went the way that it did with that. Uh, because immediately after that, we went out on tour with Extortionist. We went out on tour with By yes. the Thousand. And then we were on tour with The Faceless and Lorna Shore. Um, and that summer, dude, we were like, fuck, we're going to be the next fucking shit, man. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, we never expected all this to happen this fast. Oh, my God. Um, we did a headliner and we headlined my festival and that sold out immediately after. And we're like, dude, you know, so then we immediately after that, we opened for Acacia strain and after the burial, that was a great show. And then we headlined another festival and then we headlined another festival and we're like, Oh, and we got the warp tour invite and we're like, Oh shit. That's it. That's how you know you made it, man. Did monster energy hit you up? Did you, <laughs> so 20 and I think we were recording Euphoria while all this was going on. I believe we were recording the first half of Euphoria. So 2019 hits and we're like, all right, we got to finish this album. So let's go low key for a while. So we went low key for 5 months, not suspecting that that would cause all of our social media platforms to deem us as an inactive page. Oh. So the time we came back, all of that love for us on our social media was completely fucking gone, dude. So we were like, oh my God, we don't want to grind the social media game, but we kind of have to. 
Yeah. So we did that. Uh, we re- shot a couple music videos. And then by November 2019, we had done some headliners. We did a tour with Weeping Wound and we did a tour with Catabasis. Okay. Um, we dropped a single, Dysmorphia, I'm So Sorry. Yeah. And that kind of catapulted the band into being this new sound that it is. And then planned a bunch of shows and headliner tours for 2020. Yeah. And then a little thing called COVID happened. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think uh, that could be something really interesting to kind of segue into, you know, how has like COVID like affected you guys? I mean, obviously touring is for the most part, pretty much out the window. Um, I mean, like what have you guys thought about like doing a live stream show? Obviously, you know, dance, Gavin dance recently did one. I think there's yeah, other people well, who are, yeah, but <laughs> you can't really, we're not, I don't know if we'll ever be on dance, Gavin dance level. level I mean, Hey, I don't know, man. I feel like it's crazy. Like, I mean, if you would have asked me a few years ago, if I thought Acacia strain was going to be like top five or whatever on the billboard charts, oh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have believed you, <laughs> but Dude, like, yeah, they really blew up, man. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Times are changing. I feel like, Metal as a whole, like especially like the core versions of metal or genres, subgenres of metal, are really starting to just break hard into the mainstream. So honestly, yeah. like you guys probably can, like as long as the grinds kept up, you know, and everything like that, just keep making good content, but also make sure it's content that you personally enjoy. Because like nobody, yeah, at the end of the day, nobody wants to make content they don't enjoy. I know I wouldn't want to keep doing music and anything if I didn't enjoy it anymore. I'd rather take I like, think, a break on that, but I really think euphoria is a good album. Um, mm-hmm. I really believe in it. And I think that if the right people heard it, it would do well. Um, but the issue is I, I'm not really an expert in getting those people to hear it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know, you know, I think things happen the way that they're supposed to and everything has been going really unbelievably well so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as COVID man, I mean, dude, we may not be a big band that makes headlines as far as like, Oh, our Europe tour got canceled, but dude, it really, really affected us. We were an hour North of Pittsburgh, uh, in a snowstorm when everything got canceled. So we had to keep our van for another week because if we returned it early, we would have been charged extra. So we were just stuck on the road with no shows and no open restaurants or anything like that oh, no. for a whole week. Jesus and Christ. And dude, like, I, I, I know that it's maybe faux pas to talk about like finances or whatever, but this was supposed to be a really fucking good tour for us. I'm talking yeah. like headlining a major um, Florida festival, shows in Brooklyn, shows, you know, shows. We were looking to make like $3,500 a member or something like that. Jeez. We came home with 400 bucks like as a whole as a whole oh god jesus christ yeah (laughs) we lost lost all our money you know we didn't make any money and we just spent six days on the road so that was kind of crazy right and then our cd release tour for the euphoria album was in april and that got canceled uh so we were like what the fuck are we gonna do we have to put out a record how are we going to sell records now? And then keep in mind in March and April, everybody was getting furloughed from their job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and 
we were like, nobody's going to buy records and there's no shows. So we decided to do this model where we released singles every two weeks yep. and then put the album out in July 10th. And in that way, COVID was more of a blessing than a curse. Yeah. But every other way it was fucked oh, up. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, like I think I've had this discussion with like everybody for the most part that I've talked with. Um, like honestly, singles right now are like the way to do it. Like yeah, I think agreed. Spirit Box and I, I keep mentioning it, but like honestly, Spirit Box is like the people who right now are doing that specific like model of marketing the best. Like they've released and single after enough, single and it's on just, our album. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. I need to listen through it more. She's on the third track. Go check it out. Oh, I'm about to, boy. I'm about to. I mean, not right now, because, you know, we're here. I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> I, I'd hope not. It's another 0.003 cent, or not, sorry, 0.0003 cents added to your Yeah, uh, dude. To your I got to pay for my fucking lunch with, you know, you better stream that shit a million times so I can go <laughs> get a sandwich. Yeah, there's been discussion about that to where, like, People have been saying, I guess, title pays out way better. And I was looking into yeah, that. Fucking title. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to. I'd rather get 100,000 streams on Spotify mm -hmm. and make, you know, 30 bucks mm -hmm. than get 10 streams on title and make 40 cents. Yeah. Because, like, the thing about title is while, you know, I can appreciate that it pays more and everything like that. But I think what's hard, and especially in today's age, people want like comfortable streaming, and some people, and by some I mean like most people, hence why title isn't really that popular, don't want to pay for streaming unless it's like to watch shows or something like that. For music, they're like, oh, well, Spotify is just free. I can just, I can save yeah. the album. I can. It's just a matter of like ease of access. I feel like. Yeah, you're totally right. Um. I'm sorry if this is, I'm sorry to my music friends who are watching this, that if they're like, you can't say that you have to be pro <laughs> artist. I apologize if this is fucked up, but listen, if you're just now figuring out that the industry, and I'm talking about Spotify, Apple, uh, management labels, everybody, if you're just now finding out that the music industry doesn't give a shit about you, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, that's you know? why a lot of people are going independent because that's like you're in control of everything. You care about what you're going through and doing. And at the end yeah. of the day, you know, while there might be some labels and I'm sure there's somewhere that like genuinely like, let's get you taken care of. Let's make sure everything's going. A lot of them don't. A lot of them are just like, you didn't make these album sales. That's tough shit. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. And it sucks. Yeah. But like, honestly, at this level, like once you're past local level and even sometimes on like the local level, you know, music for a lot of people is a business and you have to run it like a business. Like you can still That's, enjoy yeah. it and everything. But like at the end of the day, if you don't plan out how things are doing, if you don't strategize anything like that, like you're just you're not going to bring home anything, you know, so it, you're right. I mean, I, I work as hard on this project as I do any job that I have if and sometimes harder and more time. Oh, so yeah. it doesn't have to be as lucrative as a job. And that doesn't necessarily mean, do I make a wage or do I make a salary? Mm -hmm. uh, or even do I have fans or recognition? Yeah. All of those, all of the above are factor into it, mm -hmm. but it could also be like, do I have a creative product that I can say, 
wow, this is exactly why I'm in a band. This product yeah. embodies me exactly. And I, for me, the experience of like getting paid for my work is a mixture of those three. And I've been oh, yeah. lucky to have all of that, even at the tiny level of band that we are, you know? Mm -hmm. And which even on like a huge scale of things, like there's always either a band that's either smaller or bigger. And like, yep. it's just, it's really crazy to think about like, where you're able to grow, you know, what you could, what you have grown from and just like looking at all that, it's, it's really nutty. But like at the end of the day, yeah, like it's a business. And like, obviously none of us like the fact that you get like 0 0.003 or whatever from Spotify, but like, you know, in some circumstances, one way to look at it, um, I think a good example for how we grew, like my band's obviously nowhere near as big, <laughs> nowhere near as big, but you know, um, when we first dropped our EP, you know, first thing we did was research, okay, what's a good outlet for this music for nobody who's ever heard of us? Slam Worldwide? Okay, cool. Dropped our first single, made 7K views. Great. Nobody's still ever heard of us, but now we have 7K views. Okay, let's kind of get all that on Spotify. Cool. Spotify for artists. Who's our, who listens to us? Where are you guys from? Cool. Let's make a Facebook ad that, you know, kind of lets you know, hey, we exist. And if you maybe like us, or like the single, you know, maybe check us out. And that just kind of from there, like helped us grow. And now we're at like almost 3K likes. I'm sure that either by the end of this year or close to it, we'll probably reach that once we get everything moving again. We've just, you know, COVID and everything has really made things hectic for sure. But, you know, it's just, it's a matter of like, you got to look into things, but like it pays I off. I just want to say that to anybody who makes an argument that like this, um, uh, using an ads to build your fan base or whatever is cheating or whatever. Oh. They're fucking idiots, man, because it, it takes effort to put a good ad together that yes. doesn't just reach bots or reach nobody. And you have to like really put thought into how you're going to build an ad. So you're spending less per click and you're building real fans, mm -hmm. you know, and I, that takes real fucking thought and real energy and real work. And I, people think that it's when you're building an ad that you're buying fans or whatever. Yeah. Fuck that dude. That's not, that's not true. Well, and it's also like the same people that are like, oh, it's gotta be from the heart. I'm like, it doesn't take away from the heart. That's like saying, well, I do like really good art, but nobody's ever, nobody ever hits me up because I also never like to, you know, put anything Mark showing, Hey, up. I do this. Yeah. Like think of it. Nobody, if nobody ever released commercials and you never like fucking went anywhere, how would you know? Like if, Oh, McDonald's exists. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. Like, you're not yeah. going to know unless some, like you somehow get conveyed, Hey, this exists. So now I know, Hey, I can either go get this, listen to it, you know, like there's definitely nothing wrong with like viewing it as a business model. Cause at the end of the day, if it's something that you're wanting to make like your career or anything like in that same spectrum, that's what you got to do. And it's definitely not yeah. easy. Like on any level, I feel like, you know, no matter if you're on the small label, you're self owned and you're trying to, work your way up from there, you know, no matter what, like it's a grind, plain oh, yeah. and simple, but yeah, you know, just yeah. to utilize what you can like Spotify while yes, it sucks. You don't get paid. 
it does give you valuable data. Like yeah, and Spotify I, for artists is dope. And honestly, like Spotify's been fucking amazing with us, dude. Like every time we put out a new track, they've been like very algorithmically favorable of us. Uh, they're always throwing us on the right playlists, dude. We've been on editorial playlists like eleven times. Um, I'm very grateful for Spotify. We've met a lot of great fans, fans from all over the world. Um, it, like, yeah, we get paid shit and the CEO is kind of disconnected. Yeah. I'll agree to all of that, but I'm also grateful for it. You know, um, w without Spotify, there would be not Spotify and that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like Spotify basically is like the streaming service. And, you know, yeah. whether you want to look at it as a way of, wow, okay, this is how I can see who my audience is. You know, if anything, just, like, use that as a resource and just only think of it as a resource and then maybe figure out, okay, how can I play the system to my favor? Yeah. Again, yeah. you know, singles Great. are the thing right now. And obviously, you don't need to release a single every single day. At least within this genre, that's a little, a little insane. Could somebody do it? Probably. But... <laughs> He did say that thing where it's like you have to release music more than once every three or four years. And everybody was mad about that. Yeah, and I, I agree. Again, he's an idiot and he's disconnected. He's just a rich suit. But you do have to release music more than every three or four years. Yeah, Not this isn't like yeah, be lucrative, but also to keep your fans engaged. Oh, yeah, because this isn't like, you know, we're not back in like 2000 and like six to nine or even like 2012 or anything where like, it's uh, nine years later for a CD. Like, you know, like we can't, we're not in that like ability to just wait for years to hear stuff nowadays. Like unless you're a band making a comeback, which lately I will say that has been happening, you know, putting out frequent content, like it keeps things fresh. It keeps people like not entertained, but it keeps them just connected with you. Like, honestly, like, Singles are the way to go, but I think people are just really exaggerating sometimes, sometimes on like how critical things can be with Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of the end all be all of it. Yeah. Agreed. But, no, but yeah. So uh, let me see. So what are, what are some other things you've kind of analyzed lately with like the music industry and specifically in regards to COVID? Like what, what have you kind of seen specifically in regards to COVID? I mean, other than like the touring and everything like that being down the drain, like what are, what are some like things that have really put a hamper? I think it's just important for bands to just stay creative because all bands are going to eventually do the same thing. Like all bands are doing yeah. merch drops right now, which is smart because people are getting stimulus checks or unemployment or, yeah. you know, like, bonuses from their work and so they have more you know i think a lot of people actually have more expendable money than they've ever had before because of benefits like that yeah some people are definitely screwed but a lot of people like you know in in this position so so they're buying more merch um and i think a lot of bands are going to the studio as well and i think that's really important yeah uh i think bands that are rushing to play shows are fucking selfish as fuck um yeah, um, as far as like the industry goes, I, I know this isn't COVID related, but again, like the more and more I learn and the more that 
I work on myself and my music, bro, I got to say, I'm just so happy that this was an independent release. Yeah. Like maybe I would have gotten a hundred more record sales, but I would have lost a hundred percent of my revenue. Exactly. And I know it's not about money, but I get to realize the, the, the benefit that the reward of my own work, dude. And like, I just got to say like, fuck the industry, man. That's yeah. it. Like, I'm stoked to be an independent artist and I'll sign a deal if it's like, if it makes sense. And if it's based on like, you fucking dig my shit and you want more of my shit, but yeah. um, I'm not going to fight for a, a deal or anything like that. Yeah, you know, um, I'm so happy things went the way they did. And I'm so proud and happy to be an independent artist, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely in that time and age. Like I was saying, like you really, as long as you like figure out how to play your cards right. And it's definitely not like an instantaneous process. There might be lucky breaks that you get, you know, and everything like that. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it's a grind. Yeah, definitely. But, and actually I was checking out your numbers. Uh, yeah, you guys are doing really good right now for this being a self-release, but it's really cool to know that like, it doesn't like you can actually make it so to speak with just self-releasing. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up uh, charting on Billboard. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Eight different charts. Yeah, which was cool. I yeah. posted five of them. Technically, we only charted on seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I posted four of them. One of them was more of a flex than a chart because we got 103 yeah. out of the top 100. But I was like, dude, three away from the top 100 being a small Florida metal band. Like, that's fucking sick. And we got yeah. up to like 28K monthly listeners and shit. Like, that's dope. You know, I was fucking stoked. So, yeah, man, it's it's cool. It's a good time. It People really dig the record. I'm stoked on that. Oh, yeah. Like, looking at the numbers, like, almost every single track is almost at 50,000 plays on Spotify. So yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Like, it's it's just nuts, like, that we're breaking the stigma of, like, you have to be on big label a to make it. It's just, I don't know. I just think that's really like fascinating personally. Cause I think that was the biggest thing that was kind of a, a Harper on, at least I know for me and I'm sure other people was just like, well, I don't really know if we're comfortable with signing of the label, but if we have to do that to make it, you know, I don't know if I'm really feeling that. And but but what is even yeah. what is making it even mean? Bro? Yeah, like everybody's got their own definition of making it really. Yeah. But I feel like a lot I of did. people try to be like, oh, if you're not making it on the charts and you you just start out, I don't know what to tell you. Like my best one of my best friends, Austin, and I made this incredible record that I'm going to get to listen to for the rest of my life. And that is making it to me. Mm hmm. Yeah. And him and I, he's going to be moving in with me in a month. Him and I are going to have that memory and have that that connection for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And it is honestly, right now, my favorite album. I mean that. And the rest of it is just bonus. The fact that I get to have conversations like this. I did a podcast earlier today. The fact that I have, you know... Um, people reaching out to me saying like, Hey, that song dysmorphia means a lot to me. Yeah, dude, that, that shit's awesome. That's oh, yeah. it. But you know, it is all bonus over the fact that I'm so fucking proud of this record and I just love it so much. And it, you know, whether it did well or didn't do well, 
Yeah, you I'm, in your eyes, yeah, you made it. You did what you yeah. wanted to do. You created something tangible that not only means a lot to you, but has managed to mean a lot to others in more ways than just, oh, this is a catchy song or, oh, this is a good song. Like, you know, yeah. it dug deep. And that, at the end of the day, I can definitely agree, you know, that in a lot of people's eyes, I know in my eyes, and I'm definitely sure, obviously, in your eyes, you know, you just said, you made it. And, you know, whatever happens yeah. from here, bonus. It's bonus, man. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Not to be confused with boners, even though that's true as well. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with boners. There's a whole industry for that. If you want to get into that, now's the time. Just say there it. is a time that there's something wrong with boners. I mean, yes, that, there is a time. You know, <laughs> if, you know, make sure that the situation is appropriate. Yes, make sure the situation is consensual. Yes, and yes. this is my <laughs> advice to all of the males that may be watching this or will watch this in the future. Um, if you are considering a boner uh, or you happen to have one, then make sure that the situation calls for that. And if it doesn't, then largely check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, and if you check yourself and decide to pursue further, um, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and prepare to get wrecked by everyone else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. No, that was an interesting little segue. I like that. <laughs> but uh, no. Never know what you're gonna get. You really don't, honestly. Like the 2020, like outside of like you know talking on like music, or I guess even it kind of inter like intertwines with music somewhat. 2020 has just been a rough year. Like outside of COVID, like it's still just been a terrible year. It's a there's been a lot of like, um, I don't know how to say it. A lot has happened and I owe a lot to the events of this year. Yes. Um, and I've already grown so much from it and it, it's been hard to be honest. Um, and I agree. It's yeah. been a crazy, crazy, crazy year. But I'm very grateful for it as well because oh, I've yeah. learned so much and grown so much and been able to be more introspective than I've ever been. Oh, yeah. It definitely, like, while this year has been terrible on, like, some scales, you know, it's definitely given us room to, like, you know, take a step back and, like, well, so now we understand that, like, this is what happens when the industry basically crashes from a pandemic. So what can we do yeah. with that? next time or you know what can we take from that learn from that and just apply it to maybe the next year or whenever everything yeah. passes over or you know just things in your daily life i think i was talking with uh with chris and we were talking about like a lot of people get depressed right now like yeah in these times oh, yeah. it's really hard to like get yourself to do things and so that's why you know for example i started doing this podcast i've been wanting to do streaming stuff for a while but i finally like took this time to really just say you know i don't want to sit around I want to make sure I'm doing music. I want to keep myself like creatively active. I want to do whatever I can, you know, and he was referring to like exercise and there's just, there's always something you can try to do. Dude, the beginning of this lockdown was different for me. Like I took this time to take a break and not get so stressed out and not worry about like, I'm, I'm carrying a few extra pounds right now. Like, yeah. It's definitely like hardcore dieting and like, I was worried about everything and I was working nonstop and I was pretty heavily involved with the industry with people who were very selfish. Yeah. Uh, who didn't want, who only wanted to benefit from me. And 
dude, I got to disconnect from all of that. I played video games for two months straight. Hell yeah. You know, That's a good I shit. I hung out with my family a lot. I got way close with my family um, to the point where before I was like, oh, family. And now I miss my family, you know? Yeah. Uh, I found out who my best friends were and I found out that there were people who were just waiting for me to acknowledge that they were my best friend, you know? And yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I'm back, you know, hot, hardcore working now, like before you and I connected, I finished up like three mixes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's been a weird time. I think it's been a, a period of growth for most people who tend to be a little, uh, who tend to overthink. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. For me, this definitely was like, cause the way I mentally work is like, if I'm in silence, like I just think I might, my, my, I just tunnel down and I just start to go really deep in places where I shouldn't. And so for yeah. me, like I have to keep like going, whether that's, you know, focusing on getting stuff done for my son, my wife need to do some vocal work or mixing when the on bread. My end. Yeah. You really like for me, I'm always reaching for that bread. Cause like, if I'm not reaching for it, I'm like, I'm having some real car radio moments. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah. 21 pilots reference for you. But <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, who, uh, let's see. What do we got? Thank you so much for the follow, Johnny Ray, Jacob Hensley, and Kadig, 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 Kadig. I really appreciate it. Yeah, one of them was literally just Kadig, Kadig, I agree with that person. I I wonder who it is. I don't know, know, but I'm sure they're a wonderful human being. If they're human, I don't know. AI is a thing nowadays. Apparently, there's AI YouTubers all over the place. Yep. <laughs> e I A I O. That's right. <laughs> That's it's been in front of us all along. Mm-hmm. Should have known. But uh let's see. Are there any other like hobbies that you recently taken up from all this? Well, I no. say from all this. <laughs> you just constantly like I'm serious. Okay, so I did. Honestly, oh. I picked up Warzone and it was the first video game yeah. that I played in a year. And I played Warzone straight for like two and a half months and I had the time of my life playing it. And then I hung out with my family for like a month and I was like, ah, this sucks. So I stopped playing and, uh, that's it. Shit. That's literally, (laughs) I don't fucking, I, what I watch YouTube videos. I exercise. You gotta stay informed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm back to exercising. I'm really good at renting cars at enterprise. I've done that a few times. Uh, (laughs) Um, I started showering every day. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. I know. I never used to do that. Man, um, overachiever I drink, over here. A, I drink a lot of tea. Um, I play guitar. I've got a bunch of guitars here. Um, but no new hobby. Honestly, my only <laughs> new hobby was video games, bro. And then I stopped doing that. And my like new hobby is not doing something. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, laziness is a skill. Chilling out is a <laughs> yeah. skill. If there's anything I've learned from SpongeBob, it's probably it. Patrick Star, Papa Bliss. But no, I, <laughs> I literally am in such a not care period right now that when I get the go ahead, like, hey, shows are going to happen 
July 27th, 2021, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to mark my calendar for April 27th, 2021. And that's when I'm going to start working out again and getting skinny. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, who the fuck do I need to be skinny for? That's right. Dad bods are in. Dad bods are in. Yeah. (laughs) No, for sure. But, oh, man, I think, uh, let's see. Throat singing, you know, that's a that's a pretty good hobby. I guess I might have picked oh, up. I can do that. Can you really? Hell can, yeah. yeah. You know, you know. I, I feel like <laughs> I was I wanted to do it for you right now, but then mm. I thought, well, what if I fuck it up right now and I make an <laughs> idiot? Of no, yeah, I just. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> I can do that though. Yeah, no, I was talking with one of my friends, uh, Stevie. He's in. Oh. I was going to say the band. But I mean, I guess I still can. Check out Stevie and uh, Sold Soul. Thanks. Sold? What is it? Sold Soul. Uh, it's a it's a deathcore band. <laughs> but they're actually like a pretty... Pretty well off. They get like 50k to 100k like views cool. on videos. But we, Are we you were going to make me a list of all these bands that you've mentioned? Yeah, man. I'll make you a list of a fuck ton of bands. <laughs> But, My, uh, the bands I listened to today, to give you an idea. All right, yeah. Were, give me that music right. exploration. Oh, I did actually listen to two ingested tracks today that ah, I recommend to me. I need to listen to that new album. I, I know nothing about them, but the, I listened to Gojira today. I listened to Mastodon. I listened to Meshuga. Oh, wow. I, uh, and that's it. Let's see. Who, <laughs> and who popped up on my... Tracks. Who popped up on my release radar today? Let's see here. Oh, I, release. There's a new release radar. Yeah, look at that. Let's see. <laughs> I Man. got Jacob Collier, 88 Rising, Lincoln Park, Amaranth, Denzel I, Curry. <laughs> yes, Denzel Curry. Love me some Denzel. That's, yeah, he, that's my favorite rapper for sure. Oh, yes. I still think, like, I like his newer stuff he's been doing, but honestly, the uh, Taboo album... Or I think it was, was it Tattoo or Taboo? I'm pretty sure it was Taboo, right? Taboo, yeah. Or Black Balloon or something like that. But here's the thing. Mm. Unlocked is the best thing he's put out. Mm. I don't know, man. That cover he did of uh, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine goes hard. That was sick, actually. Yeah, that, that was, was definitely sick. Honestly, if he started a band like that, I would I would 100% <laughs> be like, take, Dude, <laughs> take my in-debt money. Has- he literally has a, a heavy music playlist on Spotify. Does he? I'm about to check that out. Yeah, I follow it. I'll send it to you. It's sick. I got Rico Nasty on here. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What else do I got? Victims. Uh, I love I me. Oh, I got Victims on my release radar too. I don't know if you can see that, but it says Denzel Curry, heavy music. Ooh. Yeah, shout out Meredith. Um, yes. She's such a sweet again, dude. It, you know, it's not my... I don't li- it's not that it's I don't listen to it but support the band they they work very fucking hard very 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 fucking hard so yeah if you like metalcore um jumpy shit bouncy shit then check that shit out for sure do you like shit that makes you punch people in the face go go check them out you won't regret it promise don't check my band out <laughs> no your band makes people want to punch in the face but you, they also make they give you big brain energy yeah, so and if you want to cry at the end of the record, yes, check out my band. <laughs> no smooth brains and nomadic. We don't have smooth <laughs> brain here. Nah, oh, 
so many bands that I'm like, I want to know what your opinion on them are. But all of them keep being like, well, no, there's some that I could probably ask well, you. Well, no, come on, let's do it. All right, all right. What do you, what do you think of the new uh, Within Destruction album, Yokai? That never makes listened it. To it. Yeah, I, that's I, what I fucking I, thought. I've, I've never <laughs> listened to one Within Destruction song. No, well, this one, you know, it might be interesting to you because for this album specifically, because they're all fans of like rap and trap and everything like that and weeb stuff, you know, anime, all that good, good shit. <laughs> and they were like, let's just make a whole album and let's have like maybe some Japanese like rappers or vocalists, uh, Rio's in it from Crystal Lake. Uh, it's okay. it is a very interesting album. I would definitely recommend it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see the 88 Rising. I see a new yeah, poppy song, the If It Bleeds. I have not listened to her, but my bassist's best friend, that's her favorite artist. Um, but I, I haven't listened to her. Yeah, I, I've listened to her some. I I don't know. I feel like I weirdly enough found out about her after I'd been listening to Baby Metal, which... I'm uh, a big Baby Metal fan. Yes! Yes. yes. I mean, you you can see in the background oh, a sleep token poster. Yes. And then I just mentioned Amaranth on my release radar. And then you just mentioned baby metal. There was a show in the UK that was baby metal, Amaranth, Sleep Token, and just those three bands. And I thought there's never been a more James show ever put together, <laughs> ever. It's like the cheesiest of cheesy mixed with Sleep Token. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I, you know, I heard you like uh, 21 Pilots, my guy. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> it, hold on. Oh, oh, all right. I'm not willing to say that I don't like them. All right. All right. I'll hear you out on this. I think that some of their stuff. Yes. And appealing to, to clearly like younger girls and like things like that is very cheesy and is very lame. For sure. However, I think that it's very, very evident that they know how to compose a killer song. Yeah, I actually, weirdly enough, I actually uh, am a huge fan. Well, I say huge. I haven't been listening to them as much. Um, Blurry Face was probably the last album I really like. Went hard on them. Like, was like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Because I saw them when they like released that album. Like, I finally got to see them with Mute Math, and I think some other band. I don't remember, but like, they put on a good fucking show. Like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I bet, dude. I mean, people go crazy for that band. Um, my friend showed me a, a song of theirs where they were like, he was like literally screaming in it. Yeah. Like almost metal screaming. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. I don't understand his vocals because it's weird. Like he sings in like a fry tone, but it works yeah. really fucking well. But what's interesting yeah. to me is like um, the very first album they came out with, like is I honestly think it's one of my favorites. Um and it's before, like, it was the drummer and just him. It was like he was in a full band. And so it's oh, like yeah. a completely... I think if there's one thing, you know, take a side, you know, whether or not people like the uh, the poppy side or whatever of 21 Pilots. Lyrically speaking, on some of their tracks, if not most of them, Tyler's a fucking genius. Like, he knows how to convey things and ideas, I feel like, in very, like, like relatable ways but also is, is that, like able to is hype that the them. singer yeah tyler joseph is the singer and then josh dunn is the, the drummer i did get to meet the drummer at, well i didn't meet him but he was yeah. at 
the mall that I used to work at back oh, in. Oh 20- shit. Yeah, and he was very short. Oh, like short as in short, short. or short? Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant short as in temper, and I was like, no, no, he's oh. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk to him, so I couldn't tell you, but he seemed very nervous, which I didn't expect either. I feel like they're both probably really introverted, to be honest. It, I, I get know. that vibe, but but no, yeah. um, like there was back when I was a Christian. I'm not now, but like I really liked, especially I think that was why I liked his lyricism in the really early days, because like he just made like listening to songs about that theology really interesting and put really like neat and unique narratives. And he still All does that with Christian bands. Really? Yep, I'm serious, and I'm not a Christian. My genuine favorite bands are Christian bands. I'm not. Hell yeah. No, dude, I, I don't doubt it. Like, uh, that Overus Prada been one of my favorite bands mm. since like, they're actually yeah. who got me originally into screaming. Well, screaming harsh vocals, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then I heard I in the midst that. of lions and I was like, Ooh, I love that band. I love the chariot. Showbread is my favorite band. And Flyleaf is one of my favorite bands. Yes. Yay. I love Amberlynn. Man, rest in peace, the chariot. <laughs> yeah, I saw Dude, them like once before chariot. they broke up. Oh, and skillet, exactly, Evan. There, I got a chariot flag right there. Yeah, skillet. Oh my god, dude, I, I have a, I have a love hate relationship with skillet. I feel like after, I feel like most people stopped after Awake and Alive, but I actually stopped after Rise. I thought Rise was an all right record. I thought it was okay. But everything after that, I've not cared about. Comatose is great too. Like it literally anything, so anything before, like Rise, great. Oh wait, Pod is like my favorite band of all time. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. Like, <laughs> I owe my musical, like me being in music, to Satellite by Pod. Oh my god, let's that go, record. dude. Yeah, come on, Christian bands fucking are good because they're singing for something they're fucking passionate about something so hey fuck anybody who talks shit about christian bands man i didn't realize so many people hated memphis mayfire though i found that out recently i did never listen to them you really <laughs> oh no seriously I couldn't, I couldn't tell you one memphis mayfire song they're what oh i don't know if they are anymore but i would say in my in my view they were considered like the christian version of asking alexandria back in the day Okay. I would say that's that's probably, but I guess yeah, there was some drama that happened, and I never realized it. <laughs> but I was like, man, like I don't hear about them anymore. Like what happened? And, and then I guess uh, some stuff happened, and that's why. Oh, I like a me hurt. too thing. Mm, I don't know if it was a me too thing. I think it was the viewpoints of the vocalist himself that were kind of shady. Uh, yeah, kind of like kind of like the Maddie Montgomery thing. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Which sucks because I really liked For Today also back in the day. Like Portraits, I owned I, that album. Devastator. Yeah, dude. I so I grew up definitely with like Ecclesia, Portraits, and Breaker, I think it is. Yeah. I listened to those three records a lot. And then that guitarist of theirs was saying all this shit about gay people. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. And then Matt <laughs> ended up being a fucking asshole. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. Well, and then the I think the guitarist from In the Midst of Lions actually went to be with For Today for that last album, which I think it was called Fearless. I know they had a song that was called Fearless, but I don't know. And I don't it had remember. like, yeah. 
But no, nah, man. I loved him to miss the Lions back in the day. You want to know a, a weird fun fact? I finally got to be Facebook friends with the vocalist, which I guess nice. I don't know if he does anything anymore. I know they I found out in 2017 they did a reunion show at like Face Down Festival. Yeah, I didn't know about this. But I like, had no idea. I, I literally was like, I want to, you know, what? I want to relive. I never got to see them live, but I want to see what like live videos were of them. And then I see 2017 Face Down Festival and I was like, excuse me. Yeah, and I'm literally, right yeah, like, I can't believe I missed it. But, like, I actually have finally gotten to, like, talk to him. And it was really nice and really kind of sweet. But, like, I shared the, like, 10-year anniversary of, like, the second album. And he was like, You're, you've become a better vocalist than I ever have. And I was like, I don't really believe you. But, like, bruh. It, uh, I'm, dude, I'm looking at this FaceTime Fest right now. And I literally... Can't wait to get off this call for only one reason, and that's to watch these videos. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, God, like, his vocals are really honestly what got me into wanting to do more hefty vocals. Like, just, like, the way he conveyed his message also back then. Man, there was not a single in bad In the Midst of Lions song that I can think of. Like, every album I listened to, I listened to 100% all the way through. Like, Well, they were heavy before heavy. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a lot of bands don't understand, like modern deathcore bands don't understand the bands that they're taking influence from. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those bands. Like I was listening to this band in the midst of lines. I mean, um, impending doom. Yeah. Plea for purging my children, my bride back in the day. And back in the day, there was no um, spite. You know, there was no (laughs) like, like down tempo. Right. It was those bands. Those were the heavy bands, you know? Yeah. Like Suffocate or is it Suffocation? Whatever. I think. Well, Suffocate was a metalcore band and Suffocation is the death metal band. Mm, Gotcha. Yeah. So it gets confusing. Yeah. Give me just one second. What's up? Like, uh, five? Yeah, I think we're getting close to there anyways, right? Oh, what to the to the end of this? Well, you had said and you said that you only had about an hour, an hour and a half. So I didn't want to push you. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. But uh it started an hour ago. Okay. I will. Yeah. We can still talk for like 10 to 15 more minutes. We're good. <laughs> but um no, anyway, yeah, dude, Christcore and like that whole era definitely started me on who I was. Like I heard, Hey John. And I was like, Ooh, this shit goes hard for my little yeah. Christian boy. Hard. This man singing, this man screaming for Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I discovered, uh, we came as Romans, which they were a huge influence also on me back in the day. I never could figure yeah. out how, uh, Dave Stevens did his vocals. And then literally recently this year, I kind of finally figured it out and I feel dumb for not figuring it out sooner, but like I kept trying to treat it as like a normal, like type of fry, but literally it's basically just like a yell shout thing that you do. But I don't know, like, uh, like his vocals were really good. You know, rest in peace, Kyle. He was one of my like favorite clean vocalists back in the day. That sold out festival that I mentioned earlier in 2018, he died on the day of that festival. Did he really? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah. I was like I was like, oh great day. <laughs> wow. Great. A metalcore legend has passed away. It's another one of those situations where I didn't listen to the band, but I understand what they did. I did when I was a kid, they toured with Burden of a Day. Um, and Burden of a Day was from Sarasota, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And so I knew about We Came as Romans from that tour. Okay. Uh, and they only had four songs out at the time. Um, the, was, I think it was called the Dreaming EP or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm aware of those four songs, <laughs> um, but I never yeah, I listened thought, to that point. I think what was interesting to me about them, obviously, other than like the vocals and the way like instrumentally they did stuff, which were even then like really good. Like I've always been a guy who like if your lyricism is really good, like I'm all in. Like if you have a way with like conveying emotions that I feel really touched to me, like. It. and sure. that's how a lot of like those records were now i stopped caring about them i think once the self-titled hit i didn't really like like listen to them as much but like and when i was first like getting into it and everything like that it was huge for me that got me through a lot that's cool but it's cool to see like now you know when we think about it back then maybe christ core era or whatever you want to go about it as there's people now who are like wow you know no nomadic is like speaking to me in huge ways and they're going to remember that you know for like the rest of their lives so. yeah really cool yeah that would be really cool um it's interesting to think about how people impact you that could never consider their own impact um and how maybe you impact other people as well and you never consider that um and i know for a fact that like you know a lot of the people who've shaped who I am today probably have no idea who you and, are. Yeah. Yeah. They have no idea who I am and they had no idea that they could even shape who a person is, you know? Yeah. But uh, I hope that that's true for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely like, it's been an interesting experience. Cause I know for me back in the day, like I feel like meeting the people who made changes in your life without them realizing that they have is a weird experience but it's a very like i don't know it's a very uplifting one you know unless they end up being shitty people then (laughs) i don't know what to tell you on that but like i don't know like i because i talked with uh matt from uh in the midst of lions and he was like you know we could play smite and i was like okay (laughs) we haven't gotten the play yet but he was like yeah man if you ever want to play sometime and i'm like wow this That's man, awesome. like, it doesn't even, I don't even know if he's realized, like, maybe he does, but, like, it's just, like, things like that, or just, like, talking with anybody, like, after a show, and just, like, you well, can never convey it enough, like. You can tell those people, you know, oh, like, yeah. don't think that you're going to put them in a position if you tell them. Oh, it's yeah. all about like, how you tell people, because mm-hmm. I think there's a, you can punish people by being, like. yeah. Oh, you completely changed my, I, well, I don't know what I would do without you, you know, cause that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Oh but yeah. I think it would just be like, look, I know we got a cool thing going on, but I just want to tell you, man, thanks for everything. Be- you know, yeah. you've made a huge impact on me. Boom. You yeah. Know? I think that was and- a discussion that I had with somebody previously was like how to approach people at shows. Cause you don't yeah. want to like immediately be like, wow. So 
here's my vocals and here's this or like you don't want to come off as just in a way that's going to make whoever you're talking to in whatever manner uncomfortable because then there's it's just... two ways to not do things yeah. and one is to act like you're too cool for school like it like overconfidence that one sucks because then those people end up mm -hmm. being mean and they'll be like yeah my friends hate you but i think you're great and you're like <laughs> what <laughs> okay yeah. um or they'll do things like they'll flick you off or whatever and they're and you're like what the fuck and they're like <laughs> and you're like what <laughs> and yeah. that definitely can be offensive um yeah. and the second way to do things is again to not come off like or to not do things is to not come off super strong yeah um like it can be a lot at once if you come and you're like you know oh and, and then this happened and then this person died and and then you and blah 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 and then that, and then you're like oh fuck uh yeah you know, i think like building up to that oh and also like i think one thing that's really important to me is if it's more than that like standard interaction if somebody's like hey can i talk to you about this that's always cool to me i always think like when people are like hey you know do you mind if i talk to you about this thing and they ask me in advance that means a lot to me um when people do that uh but i'm also like in a position where i run a studio i manage a few bands and i do the this i'm a vocal the vocalist of this band mm -hmm. um where people are constantly demanding my energy constantly demanding my time and people get angry at me when i don't respond you know mm -hmm. so when people are like hey may i take your time those people like are the golden children for me yeah yeah for sure and i mean obviously that's not gonna always work with everybody but like for the people it does work with you know that's how you network that's how you build relationships yeah it's like there's definitely times i know when i was younger and like uh not even maybe when i was like like playing at shows maybe it was like i went to a show and i like really admired like maybe somebody was there at the time or something like that you know it was one of those things where you know it was like do i even approach you at all or do I like say, oh yeah, it's really great. I love the way you do vocals. Cause sometimes people just don't want to talk about that. You know, that was one of the things I had to learn is like, sometimes people just want to just sit back and just relax and that's it. Like they don't want to talk about like music cause they've already been doing it for like this whole night and you know, a whole tour. Well, people do like being comp complimented. Yes. But think about complimenting a girl out in public. Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to walk up to a girl as a man and go, <laughs> you're so hot. Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. You're so hot. You know, no, you're a creep then if you do that. But if you're like, excuse me, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. I've never complimented a girl in, in person, <laughs> but you know, yeah. there's a polite way to do things, you know? Yeah. There's a polite uh, way. And there's like a, you know, a more mellow way of going about things. And then there's like the, can I feature in your band, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, <laughs> is I I can gladly say I've never done that, but have I known that to happen to people? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's. I just try to befriend everybody. For sure. Honestly. Like, yeah. definitely. Like, honestly, you know, there's nothing wrong. I think with like setting your own boundaries, but there's also like, you know, you should at least somewhat try to not try but like be willing like if it the occasion comes up interact even like yeah, if minimalistically 
but that's that's the only one thing I'll be salty about if, with the Divorce Prada is like I never I've seen them like three times and I've never met them once, not one huh. time. Like they always were like gone after a show, or at least in the van, which sucked. But like I one still day. one day that's the in dream. In the future, it will be in the cards for you. Hopefully, that's the plan. Oh, we will manifest it. I like that. I like that. I like that plan. Um, if you don't mind, on that note, I would like to go eat some food soon. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're good. It's okay. That actually probably would work good. Um, but no, dude, honestly, I really appreciate you one reaching out to me. That was uh crazy enough as is, me, dude. Yeah. Thank you me bro by the way um just for you are you playing on pc for warframe or are you playing on console i have both cool well i suck but if you want to play sometime i'll re-download yeah. it for you all right keep me updated all right but i go... have ps4 <laughs> for console yes i i do have also i can get it on console i have ps4 so good that's the only way to be yeah, that's the only good console out there. Just saying. Well, between but, the two consoles, that's the way to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. PS5 coming for that Demon Souls, baby. And that new Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah. I might get both, dude. I might get both consoles. Or I might get zero of them. Well, you know what I mean? Here's the thing with that. If you have PC, I didn't know this, but they released that thing where now you can do like Xbox games on PC or you can do like xbox game exclusive game. yeah so like i'm kind of like what's really the point that much and i have a ball and ass pc bro i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i got the i9 in this bitch i hope yeah. so you're doing production studio work like i, yeah, I hope you would i understand the, the struggle of using a shit right one. now yeah dude yeah your eight oh, yeah. monitors and <laughs> dude thanks so much for having me i really appreciate yeah. it man no, dude, it was great. Everybody, uh, go check out Nomadic. I almost keep calling it Nomadic. Um, and if you Won't like this, uh, follow, share this around, and uh, keep streaming their album because it really follow, helps them out a lot. Like, comment, and subscribe. All right. Thank you guys so much. You have a good night.